0: What's up everybody, welcome to another episode of YALA Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the buzz topics With a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humour Good old humour yeah. Has it been a humorous week for you? Um,
1: it's been, it's, it's ups and downs, uh, ups and downs, for sure uh, Ups and
0: downs, uh. yeah, yeah uh, Is it? Is it what? Is it just me or or is the is the the weather feeling hotter? Like no, you know, today last today was, was, was very cool. warm. Today was very very warm. Yeah, You're today right. is uh Wednesday October sixth lah. Right. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Because I think September was cool. September yeah. was like uh you know rainy and just felt like like cuddly. Or these past few days, holy shit, man, it is warm. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? It feels cuddly. Like. In Singapore weather is there ever <laughs> is there ever cuddly weather in Singapore? Yo, the moment is like high twenties, right? That's almost like that's the closest to cuddly uh, that I would get without uh, like aircon or something, la. like Not to say I will cuddle, oh. I will get cuddly. It's okay, but la. the final step yeah. to cuddle uh. that requires lower
1: temperatures, lah. La. Yeah, 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 it needs to be. I think I think high twenties still so too high, high, high plus humidity. You, you can, <laughs> Plus, our humidity <laughs> ah, it becomes damn sticky after that. Cannot
0: you can cuddle for like 15 seconds, lah. 15 yeah, seconds yeah, yeah. max. Then you have yeah. to separate already. Yeah, yeah. Just a quick hug. You know? Yeah, quick hug, yeah. quick hug. A slightly longer than normal hug, but not mm. cuddle hug. Lah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Correct. But today I was like, don't fucking hug me, man. Yeah, Nobody yeah, yeah, hug yeah. me. Yeah.
1: As everyone is rushing to hug you, lah, right? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Day in the life of Harish Chalani, man. Yeah. But, um cool, yeah, the, the, before we forget, I uh, just, uh, just get out of the way. but uh, if yeah, this podcast yeah. has touched you or hugged you or given you a warm embrace like it's the, the temperatures in its low 20s or something, do mm. give it a shout out on uh, uh, on all the platforms, uh, whether it's Spotify or Apple podcasts, you know maybe maybe rather than tell a person about it, go and write a, you know go and rate it on Apple Podcasts. Uh. Mm. Yeah, some stars, actually, yeah. you know, a comment or two. Yeah, that always perks
0: us up as well. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And like just send the link to someone, man. Forget face to face communication and talking and all that. Mm. Just just do it online, man. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. It's cool. But yeah, cool, but cool. that brings us to speaking of like
1: um you know, being able to uh actually touch people and everything, right? There's our first topic is about something that touches us every single day. In some form or, mm. or another. Mm. Yes. Mm. And it maybe even through a touch
0: screen, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So what and is this? And it is the the recent kerfuffle that uh, Facebook is facing uh, as a result of a whistleblower who has shared like thousands of documents uh, allegedly mm. um, publicly and to the Wall Street Journal um, that, that kind of accused Facebook for putting profits over uh, social good, la, yeah. before right. social good. And the latest is that today, 5th October US time, she actually testified in front of the Senate about the, the issues with Facebook and what sort of regulation Facebook needs. La. And since then, mm. fa- uh, Mark Zuckerberg, CEO and founder of Facebook, has posted a blog post. And amidst all this, there was also... The the fallout uh from the six hour outage that Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp experienced two days ago.
1: Mm,
0: mm, that's right, that's right. Yeah, but but we are focusing on the
1: whistleblower. Yeah, the whistleblower. So basically, uh is there a TLDR
0: version of what she's whistleblowing about? Um lah. Uh I mean essentially she she worked at Facebook for two years. Mm. Uh previously she worked at Google, Yelp and Pinterest. Mm. And At Facebook, her parent job scope was, you know, studying how the the social network's algorithm amplified misinformation and was exploited by foreign adversaries. Mm. So, after two years there, she, I mean, while she was there, she copied thousands of pages of confidential documents, Mm. and when she left, she shared them with lawmakers, regulators, the Wall Street Journal, uh, who eventually published, like, reports of the Facebook files, so... The, and those, that article came out like a month ago. Uh, there were some investigations done about the Capitol Hill riots that apparently she was the, the source of info for as well. Mm. So that was all a very planned, coordinated uh, reveal of the facts. La. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then, and then uh, she did a 60 minutes um, uh, appearance where she kind of revealed her identity as mm. the informant. And mm. a few days later, there was this testimony on Cap- Capitol Hill. La. mm so, uh,
1: Facebook, a private company, prioritizes profits over safety.
0: Is that is that something mm. that
1: surprises you, Mr. Tilani?
0: <laughs> okay, so why why I think this is interesting is because, um, I mean, we have lived in the world of social media for the past 10 years or so, and I'm sure we have our own takes on this. Lah. Mm. Um, but also, reading what the the main points were of her complaints which which okay the, the TL dr version of the uh, the case she's making is that Facebook repeatedly had access to research of the the detrimental impact they were having on teenagers and kids mm. um, how there was research that showed that they were influencing politics and causing harm uh, she uh, expediting sharing of misinformation but they chose not to act on it la. Mm, mm-hmm, so or they act on it in very weak ways la. Yeah. so your statement just now yeah it it sounds illogical to fault a private company uh, a capitalist company for putting profits over uh, social good because I think there's only this new wave of companies that are trying to have the the double bottom line la. Mm. but for the most part most companies prioritise profits la, Right? And that's the way it just the uh, Capitalism works, like Yeah, but so, no, but I, I, was not so much asking about,
1: uh, that, like because I think, we can all agree, like, like now, um, you know, companies are aware that their social uh, impact also matters, like right? In terms of, uh, your your brand reputation. Not all companies. Okay, uh, not all, la, not all, but increasing number, yeah. like for sure. An increasing number, mm. for sure. Mm. Uh, so so if you tell me even a big conglomerate like Facebook can is getting behind that, like climate change and all that kind of thing. I can understand that, lah, but I was just like, hmm, that Facebook is harmful for our, you know, for, for young people and all that. Is that something that surprises you?
0: Uh, no. Lah. No. That okay. does not surprise me at all. That does not If I check you. my, my okay. fingers on the pulses of social networks and, and their impact. Does it, does it surprise you? Uh, no. lah, Not especially Facebook. Lah, especially Facebook.
1: Uh, mm. As in when you when you tell me Vis-a-vis vis- vis- mm-hmm. vis- vis other All the other social networks And, and Google and, and you know Apple and all that To me like Like Facebook
0: is like The ultra villain uh, You know The ultron The ultron, in- the ultron of, of Of social media So when you say that Do you mean Facebook Per se or Facebook Including Instagram The empire I think the whole empire Basically Or the empire Yeah like the, the empire. whole empire
1: Yeah Mm. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, the, 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 just just to give a bit of a disclaimer ourselves, I mean, yeah, we we don't, we we started on social media, so we have relied on social media to uh you know to make a living la, right for quite mm. the quite number of years now, um, but also there are also uh, the behaviors of these different social media giants also exist on a spectrum la. Some of them, you know, do give a shit, give more of a shit about things that creators care about, like copyright, like like, you know, uh helping us grow our our uh, grow and, and as businesses and monetize and things like that. Uh some platforms don't give a shit about that, they only care about themselves. And uh I'll mm. let you guys I'll let everyone guess where Facebook falls on this spectrum. Right? Mm.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: But uh but then uh-huh. that's where we're coming from in terms of our experience. Uh, when we where we say certain things about Facebook and all that uh, right.
0: Yeah. I mean maybe uh, we can yeah. give a bit of details about our experience also. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think you should you should, yeah. Yeah. So so I mean, um okay, so but maybe maybe before that we just go into a bit more detail because I think it's somewhat relevant to look at what she was saying and how Facebook argued against it, like, because then we can put on our own personal lens of our experience and kind of evaluate that. Mm. So so the main takeaways for for her was um, from the from the testimony la per, per se was that um, there is like Facebook uh, was responsible. I mean, Facebook was more responsible than one would think for the U.S. Capitol riots because um, apparently that they had certain uh, safety things that were 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 turned off or not optimized um, and were turned on after that. Um, there was multiple research that uh, showed that Instagram harms teenage girls specifically, um, and the fact that they had uh, Facebook, in terms of its impact around the world, it it failed to stop the use of its platform to kind of like uh, incite division uh, for the for the Rohingya um, uh, refugees la. and so. And, and she cited one example which uh, Mark Zuckerberg kind of kind of uh, responded against uh, because he had a lengthy Facebook kind of pushing back on, on what uh, they said. Mm. And basically what he was saying is that if the claim, you know, against the claim of them ignoring research, right, apparently they, they have an industry-leading research team. Um, so it doesn't make sense. If they ignore research, why would they put resources towards these research programs? La? If they didn't care about fighting harmful content, why would they employ so many people dedicated to you know, detecting this as, as soon as possible? Um, in terms of the newsfeed, one thing that uh, she pointed out that the newsfeed they did in 20... Newsfeed change in 2018, I think, which was to show more content from friends and family and less uh, viral videos, which meant less time people spent on Facebook. So Mark Zuckerberg was saying, if they really prioritise profits, why would they do something that causes their visitors to, to spend less time on the on the platform la, because then less time means less ad space. La. Mm. Um, so the whole thing is about him kind of like using one-to-one arguments to argue this. La. So the reason why I wanted to give context is because, okay, start with our experience. La. We uploaded on YouTube for the first time 2011 and we were using YouTube as our sole platform till about maybe 2015. La. Mm. Right. Um and what happened in 2015 that made us go like, you know what? Fuck man, we we gotta upload on Facebook as well. Uh um, that, that was a oop for you, man. So that I don't go rambling man. on.
1: No, I, I think people were basically stealing our content, downloading it mm. off Facebook uh, YouTube, then uploading mm. it on Facebook on their on their own platforms without crediting us. Because back mm. then the laws didn't exist for creators to that force creators to be credited for contenter
0: right mm. yeah, yeah yeah and and that was happening over and over again even by back then the pages the real singapore uh edmw and even sge SGAG also mm. uh, uploaded a few of our videos and what we had to do because when the videos go viral on their page their page gets thousands of new likes by the time we upload on ours we don't capture the the increase in likes la. so w- At that point in time, Facebook had this rights management thing where you can flag uh, someone uploading your content. But you go there, no, nothing happens. And the only time things happen was when we message the page and they take it down. And it continued to happen until, I don't know, 2018, 2019 when they implemented a somewhat rights management system that detects duplicate uploads, but still not anywhere robust as YouTube. Like YouTube, if you download another video and you upload it, during the time of uploading, they'll say, okay, this is a duplicate video. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and there was one instance. Another instance is, right now we have about 50,000 plus uh, fans on Facebook, and we've had a number, number for a while, but over the years, we saw that the organic reach of our content was drastically decreasing, like, and it was something that was happening all across Facebook, and Facebook mm. were somewhat public about saying, that, okay, you know, because of the amount of content, we need to prioritize content, and but you want to boost, you put ads. Like. Mm-hmm. So, so, that was also one thing, and why I think it's relevant, right, is because even at that time, they, they could justify why they were doing certain things, and make it sound like they're helping the creator. Yeah. You know, but we did not feel helped at all, like. Yeah. So this way? Yeah. Yeah. So so this way when I read Mark Zuckerberg's post, right? Uh I kind of get the same vibe. But but what, what do you feel eh, when, when you read their response? Yeah, I mean that
1: I think Facebook just has over the years just has built up a lot of uh I mean just cemented its reputation as it only cares for its own bottom line, right? Uh mm. and that was coming from because in twenty fifteen to twenty eighteen, you know there was the war for for eyeballs, right? Video was becoming a big thing and it was a war for eyeballs and creators and all that. And Facebook would would stop at nothing, like, even allowing people to just steal content and all that on their platform like and post it on their platform. And the owners was on the original creator to go and hunt down these these people and confront them by sending them messages and all this. All. So um, they absolutely had the resources and uh, the capabilities to to run some run a system where they where you know to to the anti theft kind of copyright system lah but they mm. deliberately very deliberately chose not to because they definitely prioritized eyeballs uh, and engagement over everything else um mm. so yeah it was just i mean years you know it took them years before they actually came up with something robust enough to to to, to be even we call it a rights management system lah and and, mm. and and um yeah, I mean it just tells you where their priorities are and how unscrupulous they they will be to, to get to where they want to go, la. And I'm not I'm not saying that you can't do that as a business. You can. But if uh, years later someone comes out and, and and says that your product is actually harmful to people, you know, do, do not expect people to be on your side la, you know. The 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 mm. larger public to sympathize with you because you are very big and it's tough running a big organization and all. No, because you always have the resources to to do what you need to do, and and even in this case, you know, like they, you know, they uh, Zuckerberg keeps, I think he keeps harping on how there needs to be uh, more stronger standards by you know set by Congress or something like that for for how internet giants or tech giants are uh, run the companies and all. Uh, basically, mm. he's absolving himself of of, of that dilemma uh, of thinking of what what his social what's Facebook social impact is and just waiting for lawmakers which you know lawmakers can take years if not if not a decade or so to really catch up with the technology right uh, so mm. so he's really just leaving it to them and knowing that they'll take forever to come out with, uh, to 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 you know to get both the right and the left to agree on something and then and come up with something that, that they actually have to adhere to uh, and then when they have to actually adhere to something like they, like in Singapore when Ma was pulled up, they'll they will definitely do it in a very passive aggressive way
0: like which they which they also did that like, right mm yeah but 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 I mean like this is not the first time Facebook has faced criticism right? like you know the the example you shared about shared about you know POFMA, and even in Singapore, there was a long interrogation, but they have faced criticism over and over again, yeah, so when you see this right yeah do you feel just from reading whatever is publicly in, in, uh, available, and even the Wall Street Journal articles are all behind a paywall. Yeah. part of me is like, hey, fuck you <laughs> okay, you' want to talk about this this you know like how this misinformation and, and all that, but it's such an important thing. you have yeah. free articles. wouldn't you want that to be read by more people, but anyway yeah do you think do you think or when you first saw this um, like pop up in the headlines, do you, what did you feel like like, oh, is this another thing that's not going to change or? Did it have a new Kind of feeling
1: I mean Maybe uh, I mean Of course The cynical side of me Is just like Nothing's gonna change la. But I mm. I think The The big thing That worries me About f- uh, A place like Facebook Is that It is so big And so powerful They run WhatsApp They run You know Instagram And and, uh, You know Instagram And all these platforms Individually la, right, Are already so mm. powerful And for example like we were, we talked about this whatsapp was being used by the taliban to you know to get people to report uh, uh you know u s collaborators so that they could hunt them down like, right you know so mm. so that's how maybe not in the u s but whatsapp in around the world is being used for so many things for business for for by 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 governments by health administrators by by terrorist organizations things like everything that like, you know and the fact that this all these organizations are all under the same umbrella under the the same authority like that is mark zuckerberg right who ha, who mm. started facebook uh you know uh after after the whole uh, face face was it was a face mesh that that the thing that he started where you could rate how hot was his the 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 women in his uh Harvard mm. dorm were yeah i mean that's mm. where that's where the genesis of facebook was like you know and uh, mm. yeah, we it tells you like you, if this guy if this guy doesn't if his ethics and everything don't don't uh, don't catch up with with the the reach that he has around the world, right? Then we are mm. uh, we are really putting too much power in the the hands of just just this one person already, la.
0: Mm. I mean, yeah. Like, like for me also. Okay, because. Part of me is like thinking, okay, you know, like I think Facebook and its empire—they have like three point five billion active users, lah. Yeah, it, that's fucking crazy. That's almost like half the world, lah, right? Yeah. But then, if you think about it, let's say they are basically creating a new communications channel, right? That's like saying, oh, telephones are bad because terrorists use telephones, or yeah. or, you like that, Does that does that argument make sense? Uh,
1: no. Uh, th- th- I think that's a oversimplification of of the of uh, different types of technologies and platforms, la. Mm. You know, I think um, because of the fact that we're we're talking about the technology that that has that is run on algorithms that are still ultimately created by human beings and and everything, la, Right. So mm. the, the 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 there's actually uh there's some inherent bias in that in the algorithm by itself, la, Right. And yeah. the, the, the thing about tech is that and AI and all these technologies is that it scales all these little one one human decision ends up being scaled to um a much larger, much larger infinite scale that, that even our, our minds right now are not trained to comprehend you know? Yeah. Um yeah. So, so when they talk about things like the addictive effects on our children and all that, our adult minds are not trained to comprehend what is going on in our children's minds right now la, with social media. Mm. Because we never grew up with this kind of, this level of connectivity to technology and, and, and the world around us and everything. La. So in some ways, you know, parents right now, we we we, we really might be uh, discounting the effect that all this technology has on our children. That's there's, there's, there's something that also worries me and keeps me up at night la, as, a, as a dad as well. Um mm. and you can try as much as you want to keep your kid away from Facebook or away from Instagram, but at some point they're gonna go to school and everyone's using it, so they're gonna ask you to
0: you know, to get them an account or something like that as well. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I think the 'cause it I did think like eh, like is is Facebook just so so big and so ubiquit ubiquitous that fuck, ubiqu- ubiquitous. Ah mm. uh, ubiquitous. Um that that is almost like, okay, should they be faulted for creating this new communication thing? Like, But even in, in the example I gave just now, mm. it, if you think about phones, right, telephones, that is more the technology, but there are different companies that kind of run tel- tel- telecommunications networks around the world. Like the problem yeah. with Facebook and owning WhatsApp is they literally control everything. Yeah. Um, and, and that, I think, is the scary part. Huh? And there has been calls to... To you know, break up Facebook because of antitrust laws. Um, uh, break break them up into their components and all. But nothing has come to play because I think this this whole technology or the whole concept of a social network is so new that they basically operate in the in the shadows like which is what the whistleblower uh, Francis uh, Hagen used as well like, That they operate with within the within a realm that nobody really understands. Um, so even if you talk about antitrust, I think their lawyers, they probably get access to the best lawyers in the world. I'm mm. sure they can find ways to, to argue against that. La. And even the examples that Mark Zuckerberg gave, although it's it's just one paragraph arguments, you can imagine them having all the research to show that, oh, there's still a net benefit on the world having Facebook. La. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. one of the things that um, came out was that previously they shared statistics about how, you know, um, uh, the Facebook does... does it brings about good uh for teenagers like but they didn't uh reveal the negative side of, of the impact. Mm, so mm. it's almost like it's causing some positive but also some negative line. If the negative outweighs the positive, is it really a good thing? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right. And I think maybe you know, it's just like like what they're saying, like they, if if like what Zuckerberg is saying, if they are really doing that much research at you all, know, then it, it they need to be very very transparent with whatever the research is and their findings are, la, and their takeaways mm. from it, la, right? Because yeah, uh, I think exactly. the problem now is that they, they seem to be able to just cherry pick what they want to reveal to the public, and then the rest of it they don't reveal to the public. And that feels like, again, like they're manipulating their audience, uh, which which yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, la, is, is the crux of the matter. Just everyone feels like, everyone knows at some, at some basal, when you scroll through your newsfeed, you know that that Facebook is watching you, is watching your every move, it's feeding you what, you know, will rile you up or something that you discussed or argued about with somebody else or commented about. You already know all these things already. La. And, and we, we give up some measure of our freedom and, you know, because of the, you know, the connectivity and the always, the instant connection that you can get with Facebook, la, right? But, mm. but again, um, we are not sure of the long-term effects of, of, of this, especially on the kids who are growing up with this kind of in this kind of uh, algorithm-driven, uh, hyper-connected environment. Lah. And that's what it, really scares like, me. Yeah.
0: It's like, you know, I don't know if... Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure everybody knows at least one person who is that person who is, you know, kind of smooth, kind of charismatic. But your gut feel is that there's something off about this person. You cannot mm. put your finger on it. And every yes. time you try and confront them, they will say something that makes you kind of second-guess yourself. To me, that is Facebook. Yeah, and I know like, people like that. Yeah, they'll guess yeah. Like, yeah. I know people like, yeah, exactly. Then it just feels like, fuck, you, it's almost, they are so smooth and so slick that you cannot argue against them or you cannot, you cannot build your case and then it just goes on but you know deep down there's something of it. I think Facebook is that. And I think the yeah. Congress and senators and all, as much as they are finally on the same team, I think this is one of the few times that left and right are kind of pissed off at Facebook. Um, you, you took for them to really nail down the issue, right? There's so much in the black box of, of Facebook's algorithm and research that nobody fucking understands, man. Yeah, yeah. And it, I know the example she gave was like, you know, this is the, the tobacco moment for Facebook. Mm. But I think tobacco, there was research on the number of deaths that were kind of directly linked to tobacco. Like, you know, you cut open someone who died, you can see all the. The, the the darkened lungs and all there's a mm. high correlation. I think of Facebook, right? It's so insidious that it's hard to prove. La. mm That's right. So actually I mean uh we talk a lot
1: about the philosophy and everything and why why Facebook is dangerous and all these things lah. Uh, is there you know, is there something that, that that you think that Facebook has done well that that you you think makes it uh you know the arguments that it should still be it should still be around and and
0: not, not so heavily uh, regulated. I mean, I think I will definitely say that Facebook has kind of, in a, in some way, enabled our careers as well. <laughs> right? mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, we have had quite a number of videos go viral on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, it helped us build our brand. So I think it, I, w- I would say they still serve a very real purpose in the world in terms of connecting people and that's something that uh Francis the whistleblower also said that they they can do a lot of social good. It just needs to be more um regulated. So so your question was was whether it needs more regulation, is it? No the
1: question is is there any is there any is there a saving grace for Facebook? Like we've just been shitting on Facebook
0: for the last twenty yeah, minutes I and mean, everything. Really. I think I think there are a lot of saving graces, man. I mean uh, it definitely keeps me connected to family and friends it's it depending on how you curate your news feed and all you can get some news uh sources that are that that are good la. yeah um and it enabled our careers like in uh it not not fully but definitely played a part la. but for you uh yeah i
1: mean reconnecting with a lot of long lost you know old friends and everything uh we always go back to that Like facebook really allows you to you know uh always sort of not not really communicate, but at least be in touch with what people what's going on in people's lives constantly, like right. Uh mm. whether it's just photos or just general updates here and there. So yeah, which was the original intention or at least when Facebook first was founded and it was the Facebook and everything, that was what was cool about Facebook, like right. When people were mm. using it on campuses and all that. But but yeah, just now it's just become this hot mess of of all the ugliest things in the world, uh, really. Um yeah, but, but actually, I just wanted to ask also, just from a perspective of like, you're know, a lay person who's not a content creator or anything, just living in Singapore, why, why, why does any of this shit even matter to me? You know? Why, why uh, should it even I don't matter? Think so, like. Why should it even <laughs> matter for me? Right? I use Facebook uh, when I want to, when I have
0: fun and all these things. Why should I care? Yeah, I, that's, that's part of the problem. La. That mm. for a lot of people, Facebook has a net benefit. Confirm, mm. yeah, confirm net yeah. benefit.
1: I think especially in uh, don't say Singapore lah, but a lot of developing countries, I think mm. having access to Facebook uh, broadens horizons a lot. You know, uh, mm. as much as we in, in developed countries we see a lot of the, the the negatives of it, but the truth be told, I think a lot of people uh, using social networks and Facebook and seeing how the rest of the world is on it. It's also a very eye-opening experiences, uh, experience for a lot of people. Uh. Mm. Yeah. So that's
0: where it gets it gets tricky, la, because there are so many ways to 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 paint a picture of how Facebook has actually made the world better. And I guess WhatsApp is probably the least evil, la, right? Mm. WhatsApp and I think it is in large part about the, the philosophy of WhatsApp and the core founding team and mm. the deal they struck with Facebook to never allow ads. And they've you know, left, all like, right, the, the founders. They've left because yeah. they, they couldn't agree with Zuckerberg on all these things, uh. Yeah, but I mean, to the team's credit, there's still no ads on WhatsApp, which is great. I don't yeah. know how much WhatsApp content feeds into the ads you see on Facebook. Yeah. who knows? I'm sure it does, right? I'm sure it does. But WhatsApp, yeah, I also feel it, I'm sure it does, uh. But at yeah. least WhatsApp on the platform, there's there's no ads, like. But but and I remember when WhatsApp was bought for what, like a 18, one eighteen billion, I think. 18 billion people were like, oh my God, what the fuck? That's crazy. Instagram was 1 billion. What the hell? But yeah it's, it was all part of this grand plan that worked. Like. So, yeah. so I think, but for Instagram and Facebook, I, I feel that that's where I think uh, the good thing is Given the weight or the gravity of this, it feels like okay. there's more momentum pushing towards okay, re-examining Facebook's uh, empire in greater detail. Even on Mark Zuckerberg's uh, post, he himself said the project for Instagram kids, they're going to put it on hold lah, to mm. make sure that they cover all bases. Yeah. Um, yeah. So to me, that is a, a good thing. But uh, and, and if it just raises more questions, if it makes people a bit more aware, if it results in the Facebook being broken up as a company, which I think actually would be a good thing going forward because they're getting too big and mm. too scary. Mm. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully hopefully
1: this leads yeah. to you know, uh, more but okay, like but, but, yeah
0: But but one thing, uh, you know, like let's say the fact that she copied documents uh, after working at Facebook <laughs> yeah. and after two years, just <laughs> let it all out. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Um... Uh, I mean, okay. I think, given how huge Facebook is, uh, I think there was a part of her conscience that said that, although I'm I'm going against whatever non-disclosure agreements I have to sign or, or you know things like that. Uh, when you are employed by a company, not to reveal any company secrets and all that, right? Mm. Um, but if as a citizen as a person and your conscience won't let you just let let it be like that right um I can understand the, the rationale behind it lah. you know mm. like, like assuming assuming all the intent is is, is good la right mm. um I can understand the rationale behind it and and in some ways you would even you you might even say that it is is very brave to do that lah, knowing that the legal hammer that will come flying at you is, is will be very big. La. But mm. at the same time, uh, you know, the, the the fact that, yeah, she, I mean, all this seems quite, um she knows what she's doing with, with the PR battle as well. Like, you know, appearing on 60 mm. minutes and outing herself and, and things like that. So it's not like, she, like she's trying to remain anonymous or anything. Uh, you know, there's a book deal coming. There's all these, there's all these different types of things coming that will, where she'll be hailed as a big hero and all So, um, I mean, it's hard to it's, it's hard to say deep down whether whether this is a a very calculated cynical attempt at, at you know uh, making herself famous or so
0: and That's where yeah. I, it's hard it's very hard for me for me to say. What do you think? Um, I mean, yeah, I think generally I also feel like okay, you you leave a company, you shit on your ex company. I think that that is not the the best thing to do, but mm. you kinda of have to balance it. Like if it's a small company, you shit on it, yeah, it's you're tarnishing your own reputation to a future employer because they know they could do the same to you. Uh yeah. maybe the word gets out to the industry. And there's almost very little to no benefit. Like in this case, giving her the benefit of the doubt, if she is really lifting a lid on all this fucking shit that's happening, right? Sure, there might yeah. be some downside. But the upside is, is 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 there's a lot of uh, potential social impact la yeah so i yeah i, I, I can't I can't fault it against her yeah. um and I mean even the way she did it there's a there's a good article on on Vox that kind of explains why this scandal is different to the previous ones because of the extent of the coverage like you know there were thousands of documents that she copied mm-hmm. there was a whole wall street journal expose there was a sixty minute thing it felt very. Uh, coherent lah. And of course Once I put on my Tinfoil Conspiracy theories hat Feels like The outage And that happening Within days of each other <laughs> A little too coincidental lah. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there is that thought the
1: little A little, thought, little, huh? uh, but a I little guess, too coincidental I guess the important thing uh, I just want to warn people Is that If you're working In, in, in Singapore in Let's say some Small SME And all that And if you think that you know, you go and report your boss or to the MOM to MOM or whatever and then you'll get like national coverage and it'll be a big scandal and everything. Uh I think unless it's 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 something that is is can be, you know, um uh, like really proven to be something unethical or immoral or or, or illegal to some extent, uh yeah like you, you 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 might you won't get the same amount of coverage, that's for sure. And you might not get mm. the public support that that you see this lady getting now versus Facebook la. because yeah, a lot more people know about Facebook and a lot more people despise Facebook than uh, you know that whatever SME or whatever you're you're working for la. So so that's how I'm just saying la. yeah, don't, don't 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 run out and think that you know go and steal company documents and reveal to I don't know to to some uh, alternative news media and, and then immediately they will surely want to write something about you and all la. Ah, doesn't mm. really work that well, way well you think uh. people are getting inspired uh, that huh? they're a company of like four people I mean um, we saw books actually just a, a few weeks ago uh, right big expose yeah. it, and, and you know a lot of people coming out but there were articles later or they not articles but I think like the, the, the people who the whistleblowers uh, so to speak of books actually mm. later came mm. out and said that like, nobody really cared about what how they were feeling uh. All they cared about well, mm. what do we do with books actually now right you know Mm, mm, mm. Don't get shot or anything. So I, what I'm saying is that, uh, yeah la, you won't get you won't, you're not going to get a book deal or no one's going to be like you know surrounding you and, and hounding you for interviews and stuff like that la. Uh mm. Yeah and, and yeah don't, don't 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 see it as a as a as an easy way to to leave a job or, or get a quick payout from a from a company or anything la.
0: You know. Maybe maybe like uh, on Friday I will just whistle blow the the dealings at Yalabad. Uh. Ah, exactly. Yeah, That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> you tell everyone <laughs> how I'm a closet racist and and, and like yeah, every, every day. day. You know, every day Terence messages me at night before I sleep. Yeah. It just makes fun of me and my minority. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: all all this facade. These two hundred plus
0: hours of
1: a podcast is all a facade.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I I have tears just streaming down my cheek each time we record a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> no, but you know who's, yeah. who who's the one big winner out of this whole thing? Mm, Fucking Twitter, I guess. No, no Telegram. Telegram. During the the six year six hour outage, there were seventy million new users that registered. Mm, Kirk, Kirk, Holy Kirk. shit, man! Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, like they they. I think for them, their strategy is just wait for Facebook to fuck up fuck, uh, yeah. and. <laughs> that's your marketing plan. La. Yeah. You know, yeah, okay, every yeah, year yeah. Facebook will fuck up twice. Yeah. So that's when we we do all our marketing efforts. La. They just need to survive la, long enough for Facebook. Yeah, that's why I just survive. Just survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all their charts in the office is okay. The last time Facebook fucked up was three months ago. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. Quiet quiet month, la, quiet month. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Oh, uh,
0: but yeah So let us know What you think about that uh, On the As, subreddit Yeah especially if you got Insider info oh, That would be, that'll be great We'll keep you anonymous Yeah correct, correct. Uh,
1: But that also brings us to Our second topic la, Which is also related to AI and, and, and everything Except a much mm. low, Much lower level AI la, I think Than what they have at Facebook mm. uh, <laughs> Can you <laughs> We, you want to give the little introduction about what this ask Jamie uh, uh
0: issue is about sure i mean basically 3 days ago someone posted a screenshot of their interaction with uh Jamie. the the chatbot that you see on almost all government websites i think mm-hmm. um this this smiley young woman uh in the corner of the page And, yeah, it's a chatbot, so it's not manned by an actual human. It's uh, it's, manned. There's artificial intelligence and machine learning behind it. Mm. So the screenshot was um, uh, with Jamie saying, you know, how may I assist you today? Uh, The generic first line. And the person said, my son tested COVID positive. What should I do? And the response from Jamie was you should practice safe sex through the correct and consistent use of condoms (laughs) or abstinence for at least the whole duration of your female partner's pregnancy. Oh, my God. So... So that got, I think, three thousand two hundred upvotes on Reddit, and yeah. it went viral. And then it was covered by uh, a, a lot of media outlets, la. Mm, mm. <laughs> And then I think a few days later, um, MOH disabled it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just MOH, uh. It's still on
1: other government websites, right, Jamie? The the chat
0: Um, actually, I don't know, so yeah. I think I think uh, it is,
1: should still be on other websites, uh.
0: Let me let me. Let, let, let me let me let me try as we talk. Yeah, um, But, uh, but yeah. I was
1: just gonna say the so the the, the the big thing is um uh yeah like it's no coincidence that it's MOH like, right. I think MOH has been under the spotlight very much recently for for mm. the, the the poor comms job that they were doing during the especially when we're transitioning to home based uh home based recovery like right for, for COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. So you would hope that the chatbot If the phone lines were not working If, if the hospital's A&E departments were full And the phone lines at MOH are not ringing You would hope that the chatbot would step up to the plate And be able to answer questions about COVID-19 and everything But uh, instead, it came, turns out it was, it was dispensing safe sex advice uh, Probably something to do with uh, positive pregnancy tests I'm, I'm guessing uh mm. but yeah, so it was just a i mean it's just a if anything, I would say that it's just a uh just a really funny bookend to the the past very confusing month Yes and frustration that that, that everyone has been feeling that m o h
0: right mm. yeah, and I mean, like what what you said earlier is true It's only on the m o h website Jamie is yeah. still up on all the other websites, yeah yeah yeah, correct. So, I mean, the funny thing is, I think everybody has seen that chatbot before. Mm, and yeah. the the thing about all these articles, no one actually said who that young woman is. So, it's probably yes. a stock image, yeah. photo of, 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 of someone who is cluelessly getting involved and dragged along and all this shit. La. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, um, yeah,
1: but that, that's it, right? I'm just curious, like, why? what are the triggers in, in terms of how this uh, question is phrased? Why, why, is it, why did they pull up something about uh, safe sex, uh?
0: right? Yeah, I mean, like, um, there were in, individuals from artificial intelligence firms interviewed in some of the articles. Mm. La, and basically, it's just, it's they, 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 they said just from looking at it, they can't pinpoint the exact thing that causes... Uh, that response mm. um, and I think from my layman knowledge of like the ne- neural, ne- neural language processing and AI there mm. are even the 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 semantics of it certain words missing and all they they have a whole bunch of algorithms tied to it to determine an answer lah. so it's just so it's happened that this one I don't know man just something fucked up lah. Yeah. but it's it just like like what you say it's a funny bookend to everything that we've been saying or people have been saying about poor comms on the part of the government yeah. this is this is just sticking <laughs> to a new low <laughs> la. yeah this is like this is like I mean like if you had a
1: multi-ministry task force and you know they're like what the fuck like this is the yeah, absolute, that's absolute that's last that. thing you needed like to now have yeah. to answer about to answer to parents who are upset that you know uh, condoms and, and safe sex was brought up to their children who were just asking yeah. Jamie about about COVID-19.
0: You can be <laughs> sure there's, there's like multiple task force form in each of the government agency websites there are 70 of which just to okay tonight your job you just go and ask all these questions to Jamie you see the responses yeah. you put it together on a PowerPoint slide and then Monday you present. Yeah. <laughs> you just do yeah. like
1: just do all the, the 3,000 permutations of the text the, the sentence my daughter tested COVID positive what should I do yeah <laughs> my son tested my 10 year old daughter my 11 year old daughter my, my 12 daughter
0: my cat tested COVID
1: positive everything <laughs> yeah la.
0: so I mean but the Jamie has been around since 2014 and yeah 70 yeah. websites I, I can't remember any time I have interacted with Jamie have you I think I
1: tried, and I just pretty much got frustrated after like the the usual bureaucratic answers that they would give, lah. Yeah, mm. so it's not it's not like uh it's not like uh, Siri or what you know that that you know is improved over time because I remember when Siri first started, like couldn't understand what the hell Singaporeans were saying, la. But but slowly mm. over time, like they they, they seem to be like, getting the hang of Singlish, and, and you know, that Siri has all these little tidbits you can. You can talk cock with Siri, you can flirt with Siri, all this kind of thing also, like, right? But uh mm. ask Jamie, I don't think it's ever got to that point. Eh? Most most
0: of the time it's just frustration. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. yeah so so the, those sort of chatbots, I don't know, yeah, they I I can't remember whether I've interacted with with it or not because I know they I don't know, it to me it's one of those things like Google ads or Facebook ads. I I can't recall me. My clicking on them at all, but mm. obviously they uh, a lot of people do, and I think just ask Jamie is the same la. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, they're, they're going be some people really conservative people, uh, very angry that that condoms were even brought up as a as an option like, You know, uh, as opposed mm. to and abstinence was brought up as a by the way thing. You know, uh, but well, you can't please everyone He just got to. Jamie's just trying to be... Uh, G- Jamie's just trying to do her thing, lah, right? But uh, poor her.
0: She's been uh, taken down. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Poor Jamie. Where, whoever Jamie is out there. um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I saw... I, I'm pretty sure it's a stock image because I saw on Yahoo website an ad by Health Promotion Board where they, they were talking about some fitness thing or something and they literally used the Simo Liu um, stock image of him running, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. uh, The Shang-Chi... So, I it's, I posted it on our Reddit, which I found hilarious. So, it just feels like, yeah, the the government, you know, they're trying so hard to work on their comms. But little things like this, uh, you look at it, you're like, whew, you, yeah. ca- you can't, you can leave no stern, stone unturned, man. Yeah, 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 correct. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Tough week for Jamie, eh? Yeah, poor Jamie, yeah. Wh- hugs, wherever she
1: is. Hugs out to Jamie. Like, hugs like, and cuddles like, to Jamie yeah 20 degree 20 something degree celsius hugs to Jamie mm. uh, but yeah, exactly so speaking of uh, you know the reddit that you left some comments on and all, uh, what is mm. your one shot comment this time
0: mm. um, my one shot comment was was something that uh, was posted on our last episode uh, um, where I during the, the thing I just talked about my one shock thing being, uh, maybe not one shock thing, I basically said, you know, I have a belief that at some point a Singapore show would would go viral around the world mm. um, just like how Parasite did and maybe even Squid Game lah, and I do have that belief. Mm. So, a uh, long time Redditor Floculencio just posted um, and referred to a post that um, uh, he or she made on Singapore Reddit talking about the issues of creating content and why a, and and why there is not much scope for a groundbreaking local show la. Mm. and i just wanted to just address it because i i have heard that a lot about how and and basically yeah they were saying that it needs to come from alternative media and not one of the mainstream media outlets la. Mm. um and i agree with most of the points in the sense that if you want to do something mainstream via media corp or any of the other net, uh, more yeah uh, commercial outlets there's always going to be that sort of censorship lah mm. um, And it does need to come from another platform, another thing. But I also feel that um, it is one of those things that you... I I, I hope people don't see that as as a crippling thing. Because even within censorship, within boundaries, I think the notion that to create something great, it must be really out there, really edgy. I try not to fall into that trap. Because... Because you, I do feel you can create shows within constraints no matter what. Um, even if you need to make it something family-friendly, something PG, you still can. Like. And I do have believed that as people get better at their craft in Singapore, regardless of constraints, there is potential to create a great show. Of course, it would be great if Netflix wants to give us like a, a budget to make something where we get full creative freedom. But until that happens, I hope people just um, realize that, yeah, Constraints can sometimes push you to be more creative, lah. Like, I don't think that because there's so much censorship in Singapore, it's gonna be hard to create something groundbreaking, like. mm, Yeah. I I I kind of yeah agree with you, lah. Like, Cause I I do
1: hear from a lot of people like, oh yeah, you you know if you can do this in Singapore, you'll go you'll go you'll go ape shit viral. You know everyone will know. Like it has to go viral. This will be so awesome, and and everyone has their their, their because everyone thinks they watch a lot of TV, so they know how. How to make TV, make make good TV, like you know. Um mm. Unfortunately, it's not the case, like you know. Like I eat a lot of food, but I don't necessarily know how to cook it very well, like you know. Uh, mm. It's it's a similar kind of thing. No 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 not shitting on anybody. Not shitting on anybody. It's a very common refrain that I hear. So uh, don't get offended. Nobody get offended. You know. Even for myself also. You know when I when I think about critiquing a, a TV show or something, I, I also. I also know that it comes from just from a perspective that I just sat there and just watched the TV show. I didn't think about. I didn't have to actually shoot it or, or write it or anything like you know. Um, mm. So so to me, it's 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 more than just about the censorship lah. I think that's too simplistic a way to just to just say that's the reason why there hasn't been a Singapore hit yet. And there are external yeah. factors that are out of our control, like literally like, like like the fact that you know people don't really give a shit about the Singapore market lah, Right. You know, that mm. that is not something that I can we can actively control at this point because we are only five million people and, and nothing more, lah, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just exactly. what it is, and, and we have to find other ways to get around it, lah. And then you know, yep. Korea had issues before; they have gotten around it. So, so I think I think what Harish is trying to say is that there, are, there are there are ways to to work around all these all these supposed constraints, and then the most important thing is to. To have an open mind about it, and, and, and find keep for trying to find ways rather than say that it will not happen because of the government this and government that lah. Mm,
0: yeah. Exactly.
1: Because one day it will happen. Yeah, it will happen. Day. One day it will happen. Huh. I mean, one you know, who could imagine like making a a romantic comedy about terrorists? Like, right? You know. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Too bad we can't show it because the network yeah. we made it for is in liquidation, which yeah. might echo the sentiment that you can only do things with, with the more common mainstream media. Yeah, but yeah. but our our belief is still there. Yeah. Um, and what is was what is your short
1: comment? Yeah, my short comment is also from yeah from uh, the same the same uh, comment thread lah, right. But uh, it's by Mark Liao Eight. Uh, he says it's funny how Harish asked Teresh his view about what if the neighbors were complaining about. Uh, his dog barking instead. And Terrence sidestepped the question. So yes, fur kid owner can get defensive. It's a power imbalance in the system. In woke culture context, this is systemic discrimination that chickens do not have to go through. So wearing the, imagine, the imaginary woke hat, both the dog and the otter fall under the, uh, under the privileged categories. And most were not there to take the sides of the chicken and the crow. Uh, mm. So, I mean, uh, I I just paraphrased quite a bit of that. I think I think uh, you know Mark wrote that very quickly, so 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 some so the, the 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 grammar and all that wasn't was hundred percent correct. But I paraphrase most of it because I thought that was actually really funny la. Like he he basically mm. he was just basically uh, parodying you know what what Harish and and, and I would actually say about certain uh, certain things like privilege and, and power imbalances and all that. But he was applying mm. it to to the to our discussion of dogs versus chickens. Uh. So mm. so to me, wow, that is there's like high level high level parody, like you know. And, and, high level satire. Uh, high level satire, yeah. So we need to give give someone props when they put in effort like that. You know, so mm. Mark Liao, this mm. is your moment. Mm.
0: <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. Um okay, cool. And and what about your one shot thing for the past few days, man?
1: Uh, actually my one thing I am going to do Do something you've done before la, Which is repeat mm. Something that I said As a one show thing Before already la. But but mm. it's just It just bears I cannot get my head Out of that universe But uh, Midnight Mass I finished it finally finished the whole show It really is like the uh, One of the best things I've ever watched on Netflix la. So, so it, Really? It's, yeah if, I mean Anybody who you know is thinks that content is just about you know, uh, how much sex, violence, rock and roll you can insert into, into uh, a, an edgy thriller and things like that. You know, you gotta give give something like uh, this uh, horror a horror drama thriller. I would call it uh, a shot la, in, in Midnight Mass. It, it really is something that I I I, it's, I feel is a masterpiece la, in, in terms of like a, a horror series la. And and well, I, it's it so crowd? hard. It's so hard for me to to talk about it because anything I say can can be can become a spoiler. You see, so so it's really hard to talk about it. But but yeah, I think uh, all, all you know the just the, the world that they've built around it and all it's just uh, been it's just been amazing la, to
0: experience the whole thing. I'm very very glad that I got to watch it. La. But but the kind of horror is it the the ghost horror or like the us kind of horror that fucks with your mind but it's not actually supernatural so or or you can't even say that because yeah I can't say that I can't say, that. I can't say that
1: but for someone who you know uh used to be you know religious and, and everything and then after that you know sort of sprung to the other side towards science and 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 uh rationality and atheism and everything uh it will, I mean this 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 show was like a perfect a perfect uh, accompaniment to that struggle like uh, the internal struggle that you will feel. Uh. So if you've can ever I, struggled with I, those
0: questions, you can I I think you'll find a home in this watching this show. Uh. Can I just say this it's your one statement now uh, when you say jump to the other side to the rational side, you're saying the, the religious side is irrational, <laughs> is it? Huh? It's not faith not that I'm religious, not that I'm religious. I'm talking
1: about faith faith versus rationality. Someone just 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 cuz you say someone Things rationally, that's not necessarily a compliment either, lah. You know, is but it? he's too he's too rational at points. You know,
0: yeah. No lah, that's like saying like someone is fit, but he's 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 too fit, like he's too muscular. Possible. Then I he mean cannot mus- scratch his back, right? He's not flexible enough. He can't scratch his back. Yeah, lah. But by and large, if your if your muscle muscular or fit is generally a positive thing, lah. Mm, yeah, lah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I, I mean, you you know where my you know where my
1: you know when I my, know, I know I I I which side sure the spectrum I line uh but yeah, I, I just yeah. can't say too much about it because there's just way too much that I will give away and and it, it, i mean it's unfair to people but it was is so it, good it, I had to give it a second like one short thing shout out,
0: is it being set up as a for a second season or is it just like a one off no, series?
1: No, this this is one of those things that will never have a second season. It's just a one off wow. thing. Because
0: it's just the story is, it, is just stands by itself. Is it getting a lot of good reviews or is it somewhat polarizing?
1: Uh I think a lot of people well, it's overshadowed are, by Squid Gamer. Uh. Yes, I mean definitely it's overshadowed by Squid Game right now. And, and uh, yeah, la, we I won't deny it, like a this one is like mostly, you know, um uh, uh white people and playing the lead roles and stuff like that. But there are very good performances from from, from uh the minorities, minority actors as well, you see. That's why I mm. I, I very heartily Encourage uh, people to 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 watch this, whether of different faiths, or Christian faith, or Muslim faith, and all, to actually try this out for themselves. Like uh, just just give Midnight Mass, like like two or three episodes, and 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 really sink your teeth into it. And then by the end you'll be, you I mean yeah, like you'll be gasping for breath la. yeah.
0: Oh that is
1: high high praise, man. Yeah, I know it's tough for for, for you because you don't like horror la, right?
0: Yeah, uh, I I, I don't. I, tough like, tough.
1: I, like, I like like thriller
0: kind of thing, yeah. but horror is like, oh, fuck. So, so
1: so people, I mean, if you, I guess I can say this without giving away any spoilers, that people who are criticizing it are saying that it's not scary enough. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll probably yeah. give it a shot. La. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I'll yeah, give yeah, it a yeah. shot. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot, yep. Yeah. All right. My, my one, yeah, my, my one show thing is a lot, Uh, I mean, it's not a TV show or anything. It's a sh- much shorter piece of content um but there was a video um shared by Shinmin Daily News mm. of um the the starlings you know those birds that fly in uh, almost like a cloud of birds and almost dance in the sky yeah. I, and it happened in Sengkang oh, on the evening really? of October 1st and i had no idea that kind of shit happens in singapore because it's one of those things that I've always been mesmerized by, and like I've seen so many videos of it happening online, and it's just such a such a mind blowing natural phenomenon that I, w- that I wish I could see in real life one day la. But mm. little did I know that it happened in Sengkang, wow. and then in of like uh, uh I think a few weeks ago it happened in Yishun as well. Mm. Yeah, because it's migrate migration season la. and I there see. are like thirty to fifty thousand birds. Know. Oh, that means uh. Yeah, you're
1: talking, This, this, is this a first time that it's happening in Singapore? Was is, is it just like, yeah? Uh, it's just brought to your attention yeah. by,
0: by this. By I mean, this video. based, based on what I'm reading, it, it, it hasn't really been captured in Singapore. I think okay. it just so happened this year. Um, the migration does happen from like, a, in somewhere in in uh, Asia. Uh, they, they migrate to, towards the south of Asia to escape the harsh winter in northern Asia. Um, right, right. I don't know if there are other videos of this uh, that have been captured, but to know that this happens in Singapore, holy shit, man. Mm. Holy mm. shit. Like, the video is, is, is crazy because you see that sort of formation um, and you just see HDB blocks at the bottom. Mm. God damn, man. It's cool. so cool. It is so cool. Yeah. And I mean just just we were just talking about the whether
1: chickens could coexist with uh with uh, the residents of a uh, urban urban landscape, la, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I think I think yeah, things like that. Well, you see if we if we really had to call every single thing that 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 that, that caused noise or whatever for residents uh, these are the kinds of mm. things we we'll would be missing la, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, and it has been recorded back in twenty twelve as well. Uh I see, I see, I see. Yeah, so it happens quite quite often, man. God damn! That is so cool. Interesting, interesting. cool man. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. Okay. Thanks for thanks for listening, everybody. Till next time. And talk to you all soon.